and welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Bear Duplissy, not alongside Cody Owen, as always. I've got Patrick Hoffman hey. in the house. Hey. The upgraded version of Cody Owen, actually. I heard what you said about me the last time did you were you? on. <laughs> yes, I did. So you were in, let's, let's, let's get a couple things straight. One, I am the only bear. Two, I am the upgraded version of myself. Oh. Actually, let's get three things straight. And the third thing is you are definitely an upgrade compared to Cody. So thank you, man. I really appreciate fair that. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that's uh, pretty easy to do, actually. So <laughs> it's very easy to do. We're going to see how easy it is here in just a second. But right now we're welcoming in Brian Stearman of Mo- uh, excuse me, Modern Marketing Mechanic. Or the Lawn Care Marketing Mechanic. Or the Lawn Care Marketing Mechanic. Um, Depending who you ask. Right. Yes. Maybe so. we should ask him. Yeah, so our primary business is working with lawn care companies, but uh, our parent company is Modern Market Mechanic. So, so Brian, what's what's actually your background? Why why did you zone in and zoom in on lawn care marketing for lawn care companies? So, I started a lawn care business back in 1999. I ended up selling that business and transitioning over into marketing. And I heard a rumor you were a service autopilot user before you Once sold Once upon the a time, right? Yes, I, I was uh, were you probably cust- the early, I don't know exactly when service autopilot started, um, but I was probably in the early days of service autopilot uh, in the very beginning. And, um, Fantastic. And then I was an academy member uh, at the very beginning wow, of it as well. Wow, man. Okay. He's okay. done it all. He's done and it everything. He left it all behind. Fantastic. <laughs> so now you've got your own, you've got your own company and you're you're focusing on lawn care companies as far as helping them with their marketing. What exactly, like specifically, what marketing uh, aspects do you take care of for other lawn care companies? Right. So we do web design, search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising, and Facebook advertising management. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about why those are so important? Yeah. So, I I mean, obviously everything starts with the the website. That's kind of really the core of all your online digital presence. Um, And then all those other services that we provide, search engine optimization, pay-per-click, Facebook advertising, that all points to your website. That's where you're driving all that traffic. That's where you're trying to collect the lead, give them your phone number, and, and really drive leads for the business. So if somebody has a website up and running and they're pretty happy with it, where do you recommend those people go next? What, what part of marketing do you focus on? Yeah, as far as online marketing goes, really the next step is Facebook and, and pay-per-click. Um, and, and you really want to have more than one strategy. I mean, you know, focusing on a single source of, of leads is probably not the best choice. So you want to diversify as much as you can, um, you know, within your budget, obviously, but um, you know, I really like pay-per-click is really the next step. And then Facebook, just because it requires a little bit less effort from a business owner. So when you say Facebook, you mean? Facebook ads. Okay. Not not necessarily posts. So, I mean, yes, it's important to post and that kind of stuff. The organic reach of a Facebook page for a business has really dropped recently. So having a paid platform with Facebook is really the best strategy as far as gaining new clients. You talked about pay per click and you said that that was the next step, the next evolution in the marketing. You start off here and, and we've actually had Patrick on a few times talking about Facebook advertisements. It's one of my favorite things it's in the whole one, world. It's literally his favorite thing in life. Right. He hasn't told his wife whoa, whoa. yet. <laughs> he hasn't told <laughs> his wife say. yet. And uh, they just got married so I can, I can Josh him a little bit. But the, uh, the thing about, you know, when there's so many different avenues to find out how to do Facebook advertising, like Patrick, as, as I've said, has written several articles on it. It's, a, it's free to a lot of non-users and users alike. There's, there's tons of information out there. But pay-per-click seems to still be this, this, this unattainable or even 
I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm standing here saying, like, I don't even understand necessarily the intricacies of how it works. It's just right? why this is it abstract so, monster? Yeah, though. why is it so abstract? Why is it so hard to nail down? And what, why, how can you simplify it for your customers? So, really, I mean, pay per click is complex just in the settings. So, I mean, it's not something that's natural. It's not Facebook's, um, you know, Facebook makes it really easy to advertise with boost a post or, or whatever, you know, although that's not our preferred method of advertising on Facebook, they make it easy for their user. And Google doesn't have that avenue, uh, at least that generates a, a low enough cost per click that makes sense. So they have Google Express, Google Ads Express, that type of thing. Really not what I would recommend. Really with AdWords, you can hire someone to create an ads campaign that you can at least get in and somewhat learn to manage. The biggest thing is, is Facebook requires a lot of time from a, from a business owner or someone at the company as far as creating content. And with ads, you've got warm traffic that's looking for, to purchase the services you provide, going out to Google and, and trying to find that... Um, that service. So they're out actively looking for someone to provide them a service that you provide. And that's how you, you know, that's, that's why we kind of think that is the next step. So we're here at SA5 this week and uh, our annual member conference. And you're talking to a lot of our members, uh, of course, colleagues almost, because you used to be one of, uh, one of the members as well. But what is something that like a lot of the folks here and not necessarily, this isn't necessarily a specific thing, but a lot of the members here have been members for years they have a lot of the, the, the basics of business also nailed down, right. and they're looking just to take that step up. What has been the biggest thing that you've seen, even talking to very some of our most advanced guys out there, what is, this, what is something that they are still missing on a daily basis when it comes to marketing? So, you know, reputation management is huge. It's becoming a bigger and bigger part of SEO, you know, making sure that they're managing their reviews, they're responding to reviews, requesting reviews, that type of thing. That's, that's a big thing that I've talked about today with a lot of people. The other thing is, is managing, you know, like their Google, my business pages and things like that. Just very simple stuff that just keeping things updated in Google and at least the things that you understand and know how to do. I mean, Google, my business is very simple. You can create your own posts you can advertise specials or, or different services that you're providing at a certain time of year. So if you're doing, you know, fertilization, weed control, spring services, you can put that as a post on your Google My Business and it's going to give you more exposure on Google. And it's also going to help you from an SEO ranking standpoint in the maps. Because that, that's something that I actually really didn't get into, Patrick. And I think you and I actually had this conversation one time. I was like, I, it was, I didn't really get into filling out surveys. I mean, I was always a survey taker before I joined Service Autopilot, particularly, if, of course, something bad happened. I was always wanting to share my opinion. But, and, but it was interesting that I would, all, you know, the, the, even me who appreciated positive feedback in a number of cases, I would always do the, the amazing, excellent, awesome experiences I had. Definitely would tell them, hey, I had this great, unbelievable experience. So I would share that. Right. But it was that polar opposites. How do you capture in your experience and your expertise, how do you capture the middle ground? Those people who are like, eh, could have been better. It was right. good, solid, it's, it's decent. And the people are like, oh, it wasn't the best thing in the world, but it wasn't the, where's that middle ground? How do you capture those middle end customers so you can get really quality specific feedback from yeah, customers? So 
that's really more of a direct, so you're, you're going to go ask your customers for feedback. And although you don't want to do that, um, so Google's made some changes in their policies as far as review solicitation and gating those reviews. So you, you definitely want to go and ask your customers how, you know, what type of feedback they can get. You're going to get a, a small percentage of customers are actually going to respond to that, obviously. But, you know, if someone, and, and I had this conversation earlier with, with someone here at SA5, is, you know, they were super worried about negative reviews. And really, in my opinion, a negative review, although it's not what everyone's looking for, that's what a lot of your future customers are going to look at when they're looking at your profile online and how you respond to that and how you deal with that negative review says a lot about you as a company and for your future customers, it tells them how you're going to take care of them if something were to happen with the service that you provided them. So how do you respond to a really negative review in so, a way that's going to put you in a positive light? So as a, you know, and it depends on who's responding to it. But basically, you know, acknowledge from a business owner's perspective, business yeah, so, owner. okay, from a business owner's perspective, you want to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm the owner of this company. Uh, you know, I under, I'm, understand your concern. I'm sorry you had a bad experience. Here is my number. Call me directly. If you get a hold of someone at the office, let them know that I asked you to call me and I will take care of the situation. So own, own it online, you know, no matter how you deal with it behind the scenes, you want to take that negative experience and pull it offline and stop and don't address the issue. Don't try to fix a problem on Google for everyone to see. So is there any truth to this particular statement? I've always wondered if, so if I have like, if I'm looking at reviews or if I go to a company, look for reviews and there's a hundred reviews for a company, they're all four star and five star, except one, that's one star. This, if I'm a rarity, just tell me I'm a rarity. I look at the bad one. Yep. That's what I do. That's, that's normal, right? Absolutely. That's normal. I'm totally normal. Okay, fine. You can't tell me I'm weird anymore, Patrick. No, no, no. I am totally normal. I mean, I can still call you weird and still be yeah, right. But that's true. I think that's where everybody, you'll look at, make sure it's got a couple, you know, five-star reviews. And like, okay, well, let's, let's find out the truth here. And I think that's what Brian's saying is whenever you get to one of those hiccups in your business where something just went horribly wrong and there's nothing you could do to stop it, clients really care about how you respond to that. They want to see that you are polite, that you are active, that you are trying to fix the problem and you're, you're aware. You're not just sitting there going, I'm going to brush these problems under the rug. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen or I'm not even going to pay attention because nobody wants to hire the guy who's not paying attention. <laughs> Would you say that that is the number one mistake that business owners make is not responding or not tracking their online reputation? Those are bold words. Yeah. So I don't know that's the number one thing in their business, but it's certainly the number one thing they, they, most people do wrong when it, in regards to their reputation online. So it's by not responding, by not either not do. responding or even worse is responding, especially, you know, if it's something personal, if you take that and make that a personal response and, and try to fix the problem on Google reviews for everyone to see, you know, there's, there can be a lot of emotion there and it can be a lot of back and forth. And that is just detrimental to your reputation online. Okay, so I want to change subjects a little bit here. I'm a marketer by day and also by night. So obviously, I'm very interested in lawn care marketing mechanic 
as a company. I want to know, you know, when do you think is the best time for somebody to hire your company? So, I mean, really hiring anyone, you you need to get established. Obviously, you know, you need to have a website. You need to have some presence. Those are all things that you need to do when you start your business. But hiring someone to scale your business and, and grow it beyond what you're capable of doing is is really, I mean, and it's different for every person just to be based on skill sets and things like that. But typically we want to see, um, you know, a multiple truck operation, you know, in most cases our our clients, our ideal clients are not working in the field uh, or they're just doing management in the field and not actually providing services. That's really, you know, someone that can really focus on growing their business and and less, uh, and they're still going to obviously have to deal with some operational issues, but they need to really be focused on where am I going to be a year from now, five years from now, and, and really have that mindset of forward growth in their business um, you know, adding employees, adding trucks, and how are we going to market our business to get and attain these goals? Brian, we really appreciate you stopping by, talking a little bit about uh, lawn care marketing mechanic. We'll have uh, the link to your uh, to your website and to your business in our show notes, and we really appreciate you stopping by. Uh, this was Brian Stearman of Lawn Care Marketing Mechanic, and you can check out all of his awesome services and uh, and hire him today. Potentially, yes. He's going to help you with all of your marketing needs. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Continue to enjoy the rest of SA5. Thanks, Brian. The music in this episode of The Profit Roadmap was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, Incompetech.com.